Welcome to Podcast 42 of Safe Dividend Investing. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. I'm the author of four investment books, which you can find on Amazon. Tonight, we're going to talk about AT&T and also, can the average investor make money in the stock market? The following is an extract from an email I sent to one of my readers. To answer your question as to why AT&T's score changed from 2020, I put together the attached Informus Incorporated report on AT&T. Until now, I did not look at each analyst's individual recommendations. I relied on the recommendation totals I was seeing in the research database I was using. I think this is now not good enough. I'm now changing my rules for reporting on analyst recommendations. Now I will look at each analyst's share price projections in the last six months. Whether they classify the recommendation as a buy, a strong buy, or a maintain, if the price recommendation is 50% higher than the current share price, I will count it as a strong buy. This change in recommendations still does not explain why AT&T's score has declined. You will see from page two of the attached report that the net income was not good in 2020 and will end up in 2021 far behind where the net income was from 2017 to 2019. While it has improved over 2020, it is now on the positive side. The projection given for 2022 is not great. You may find the following comments by disgruntled investors about AT&T interesting. The fact AT&T is changing chief executives could have a big impact on the company's future. It could be interpreted as a positive as well as a negative sign. It would be far more reassuring if their share prices were rising as steadily as their dividend payouts. If they ever cut dividends, that would certainly cause share prices to drop. It is unusual to see a giant company paying a 9.1% dividend. If the net income last year was a negative figure, it makes you wonder where the money for the dividends came from. This is a very mixed situation which turns it into a wait-and-see situation. I do not know what price you paid for your shares. I will assume you paid more than the current price. Perhaps the analysts are right. They are projecting a $36 share price for AT&T, which is a considerable jump from the current $22.85. I think their optimism explains the high volume of trades every day. The pessimists are finding enough optimists to buy their shares. However, the pessimists are driving the price down. If I were a speculator, I would be tempted to buy the shares of AT&T, but I am not a speculator. 
Those of you who are interested in seeing this two-page report can see it on my website at www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. The next question I had was, can an average working person make decent money in the stock market? The average person, if there is such a thing, is a speculator intent upon getting rich as quickly as possible by investing in that one big thing that is being hyped by the investment industry as the next hot thing. The average person is too lazy to learn how to invest safely and wisely. Thus, the average person loses money investing in the stock market. An exceptional person reads everything they can about investing. They test different strategies until they find a formula that generates income and wealth. They carefully invest their money equally in 20 stocks to spread their risk. These are stocks they have spent hours studying, their history and financial strengths. They stay away from investment advisors who are only interested in them as a source of commissions and free income because they know that advisors cost money and eat into their profits. Patiently, they will buy carefully chosen stocks with long histories of share price increases and ever-increasing dividend payments. All signs of good management because they recognize they are buying the ability of the company's management to generate profits year after year, decade after decade. They think long-term and never intend to sell any of their carefully chosen stocks. To help them decide which stocks to consider, they will buy a guide like the American High Dividend Handbook and use the stock scoring software that comes with the book to sort all the stocks they are interested in from most to least desirable. If you are an exceptional person, you will be surprised many years from now to learn that you have made more than a decent amount of money in the stock market. The next question was, do all high dividend stocks perform poorly over many years? How many years? If you go to my books, American High Dividend Handbook or Canadian High Dividend Handbook, you will find a page for each of hundreds of high dividend stocks. At the bottom of the page are charts showing the price of the stock in 2021, 2016, 2011, and 2001. Using the book, it is not difficult to find stocks whose share price has constantly increased over those 20 years. You're also going to see dividend payouts increasing more than the share price, often by 10% or more. Most high dividend stocks have not been around 20 years, and many have a time when the share prices drops and then starts climbing again. The following are just five shares by stock symbol I found after a few minutes search. They show constant gains 
I may have looked at 20 stocks to find them. First one, WPC. Second one, VZ. Third one, UL. Fourth one, TTE. Fifth one, TC. It seems to me that the idea of high-dividend stocks performing poorly over the years is a common belief held by many investment advisors who have never really studied dividend stocks. They want to believe that the mutual funds they are peddling with 500 stocks in it is going to give a better return than what a self-directed investor can achieve by investing equally in 20 carefully selected strong, high-dividend-paying stocks. It isn't logically possible for such a mutual fund to compete against such a portfolio. You can learn more about this way of investing in my website. Fourth question. Why can you not easily calculate the right price to offer for a stock? You make it sound as if there is some predestined order or logic to stock prices. Share prices are set by thousands of speculators bidding on the stock. In order for a stock to be sold, a seller has to be attracted to the price being offered by the buyer or the trade will not take place. The buyer is an optimist and the seller is a pessimist as to which direction the price is going. They both cannot be right. They are both being motivated by emotional factors more than hard facts. Interestingly, the profits of a company have nothing to do with share prices. The skill and experience of a company's management control prices. Out of profits come dividends. The only almost sure thing I've ever found is that if you invest equally in 20 stocks of financially strong companies that have had ever-increasing share prices, not necessarily dramatic increases, each year, along with ever-increasing dividend payments each year, your portfolio will grow. Usually, there will be one stock, maybe two, who do not follow their usual patterns of success. It is impossible to accurately predict which one it will be, since they were all supposed to be strong. However, since a deviant only represents 5% of your capital, you will not notice any impact on your portfolio because the other stocks in it will more than compensate for the deviant. These stocks pay their regular dividends even in market crashes when speculators may drive down their share prices. At a time like that, you live off your dividends and wait for speculators to again drive up those strong companies' share prices. Such a portfolio can usually double in five years. The most interesting aspect is that before you buy these stocks, you can look back 20 years in the charts provided by most investment institutions and see the pattern of increasing share prices and dividend payouts. 
If you want insight into how to score stocks so you can pick them, go to my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. Fifth and final question. Are there any stocks I can invest in which I can be almost guaranteed that the price will never go down? If you invested equally in 20 financially strong stocks that paid high dividends whose share prices and dividend payouts had increased substantially almost annually over the last 20 years, you can be certain that 90% of these stocks and dividend payouts will continue to rise for at least the next 20 years. If you reinvest those dividends, you will see a portfolio double in about five years. That is all easy to prove by going to the free obtained historical records. That's all for tonight, folks. See you next week. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com.